0: South Sudan. I was born in Herat, Afghanistan. I was born in Vienna, Austria, in 1918. I was raised in the Carib territory. Dominica is an independent we island. We have a lot of castles in Poland and old buildings. Here is a little people. bit and more I'm modern. The city Busan is about 5 million people. A lot of people living in a very close, small space. So there are lots of tall buildings, lots of apartments. Very, very busy. Over here in Pittsburgh, it's a little bit more laid back and I kind of like that different pace of life. On this episode, Mimi Zhang. Mimi is from Indonesia. She talks about the history of her island and her upbringing in Medan City. She moved to Germany to study architecture and came to settle in Pittsburgh. Here's Mimi's story. My name is Mimi Zhang. I was born in Indonesia, 1953. I grew up in a city called Medan. It's in the northern part of Sumatra. Sumatra is a long island. It's the third largest city in Indonesia. The city, it was a sultan seat, basically a ruler. And the town boomed in the late eighteen hundred when the plantation Boom in Southeast Asia, so there are Indian immigrant, Chinese immigrants and the native people living each in their own quarter. A large uh, Chinese population along the southern coastal area, mainly from the Fujian and the Guangdong province, left China because of economic uh, hardship. my father and my mother, both in their second marriage, have five children together. One of my aunts had no children, so she was taking care of a sister of mine, like two years younger than I am. So they both became so attached, so that sister went to China with my aunt and my uncle, so she grew up in China. Um, So we have altogether four siblings. My father came from a mountainous area in the Fujian province. So they're not wealthy because the mountain doesn't yield very much. Not like the coastal area. They do trade, they fish, they do agricultural work. But there they do mainly agricultural work and they produce tea. So these people from that town called Longyan came to Indonesia And in my town, in Medan, they are very, very tight together. They help each other out. For example, they bought a three-story building, and the father would take all the children to this building, and the father will sit downstairs on the first floor to drink tea and chat. And then the second floor and the third floor will be for uh, kids to learn dance and music, learn all the culture. So that was a very, very beneficial experience for me. You know I did not come to the United States from Indonesia. I study hard and after high school I went to Europe and I chose Germany because the German government not only they have excellent education but very good program for foreign students. So I went to Germany Stuttgart University I study architecture there and there I met my husband. He is from Vietnam. So he came here to join his parents after Vietnam lost to the communists. So he came here to join his parents, and I came. The American flag waving in the air represent freedom and hope. And that was a great feeling. Also the diversity of the places that I have visited. I came to Boston, and that was very liberating to see so many different uh, people from all over the world living together. Indonesia is hot, only two seasons in the year. It's rainy season and dry season, and the humidity is so high. When I first came to Germany, Um, people see me and talk about humidity, and they always say, oh, the humidity. I had no clue what that means. You know, I was like nodding my hair. Yeah, the humidity is very high. Because when you live in a high humidity area, you don't know what humidity is because that's a way of life. It's like air, you know. You don't know that you're living in the air until when you're in the water. So... Then I went back to Indonesia for the first time. After six years, I stepped out of the airplane in Singapore. And you step right out in the air. And humidity hit me. I I couldn't breathe. It was so hot, so humid. And then I realized, oh, this is humidity. I love that um, people are open, particularly in bigger cities like uh, Boston, New York. uh, San Francisco, Chicago, because we have a large immigrant population. And I think it makes life richer. There is so much we can learn from each other. And it enriches our life, You know, food, culture, and the access to information here. I think these are the things I love most. Well, I think the least favorite aspect Uh, Segregation still exists uh, in this country, the poor and the very rich, and that also happened in many other parts of the world. But unfortunately, we have a lot of super, super wealthy people, and, you know, the poverty should not exist even in a wealthy country like this one. Well, there are a few more, like government cutting funding for the arts, I think it really hurts the country and hurt the people because we need both, we need science and we need art. Imagine a country without art, just, you know, technology and science. I don't know. We didn't have TV, we had radio, but of course we didn't have any electronic toys. We played with stones, seashells, hide-and-seek, you know, clap our hand, and we have rhyme to go with it, and ping pong ball, jump rope, uh, mankala. Yes, you have nice mankala, but we, ne- we didn't need to buy mankala. We just draw circle on the ground and, and, and pick up some stones and play with it. Oh, storytelling is big growing up. My mother was a great storyteller. She would tell us fable and ancient Chinese story, and all the neighbors' kid will come. We all sit there. Everybody sit around her, and she will tell beautiful, fascinating stories. This episode is based on an interview conducted by Madison, Maya, and Kayla from Winchester Thurston School. To learn more about SLB Radio. Visit slbradio.org.